Hey guys, awesome episode today. We're talking about holiday gift giving and a boyfriend with a drug problem. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's totes praise. I appreciate it. I'm I'm happy with the growth of this podcast. And you know what? It's work for me. It's work from you. It's a it's a community feathering. We're all a part of this thing, and we got to keep doing it. This needs to get bigger. I need more ears. And how do we do that? Take a screenshot right now. Anytime you LOL, just know when you got the gift of laughs this holiday season from Papa JT, screenshot, Instagram story, tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag me. I'll send you the heart. It's really appreciated. That's how this whole thing works. Keep pushing. Good email alert. There's a lot of good emails today. Rate, review, subscribe. And you need to rate, review, subscribe. You need to get into this. You need to keep telling your friends. Keep, keep going. And I'm going to ask one more favor. Give a little, just a small feathering for Papa JT. The wizard of weddings, the king of brunch, the salt and the swipes, the wizard of Haas. In the description of today's episode, there is a survey. The survey is to get a handle of what you, the listeners, are like, where you're from, your age, your gender, all that stuff so that we can find uh, better sponsors to service you because that's what happens. We want to give you the free money from the places you're going to use it. And if we're bringing you free money for Brussels sprouts and you're like, we ate a Brussels sprouts... We, you know, no one wins in that equation. <clears throat> right, Shelby? It's super easy. It's on your phone already. Yeah. It's not like we're going, go on your laptop to this website and fill the, it's already there. You guys know this is important because this is the most energized Shelby has been about anything on this show. Just do it. It's easy. <laughs> I've never seen it's you free. so alive about it's, something. It's free and it's already on your phone. Yeah. It, I'm not giving you hard instructions no here. this is easy don't don't piss shelby off he's already pissed at you for not doing enough of the survey just do us a favor why one one solid that's all we're asking and make it your instagram story because that's a solid tip but it's in the description you click the link it's done in what it's a three minute survey at if most that, at most and you're helping what you're doing is you're helping yourself you're not helping us let me correct you shelby they're helping themselves f- get more money off of things that they would use. If you don't do it, you're only hurting yourself. You're only hurting yourself. Look at you screwed yourself by not doing it a week ago. Do the survey. Hit pause. Okay, now you're back. Okay, they did hey, the survey. Great job. Good job. You helped yourself get some money off of something in the future because we need to know you to bring in a sponsor that can help you. There we go. Thanks. So thank you. 
We're thanking you for taking the survey that you just did. Happy you did it. Very excited about today's guest, an OKP. He's back. Justin Smith. Great guest alert. There it is. Oh, I love I love a lead in. I love a, I love a button push. There's, I love it. It's my favorite. A lot of good drops here since you've been. <laughs> That's right. Justin Smith. I love it. Coming through the door at Justin Smith Comedy. How you been, buddy? I've been, dude. I've been so good, man. You've been traveling this great country of ours. Yeah, I, I don't get to, I don't get to do it in the, the first class cabins of L- movies and, <laughs> like it's, uh, it, you know how angry I get when I go to your Instagram stories and I see you like breaking down a movie with a cocktail in your hand and I've been <laughs> on the road for eight hours. Well, just dude, you, <laughs> you prefer to drive. We're two totally different sides of the. Of the travel argument. That's, that's we're that's two religions true. here. That's very. True. I'm a fly guy. Right. I'll go. F- I'll fly to Boston. Right. Like and people go. Well, what? And I go. It's equal time. Plus, I get the points. Right. Oh, I remember when we did the District of Comedy Festival. I and flew. You flew. And I flew. We drove. And you drove. <laughs> and me and Petey and his uh, estranged ex. Yeah. All all drove and we ate cupcakes. It's. Uh, I mean, listen. I'm sitting. I was above you guys, look, waving from up up above. <laughs> you drive. Why do you choose driving over fly? You the flight is as expensive as the gas. Uh, not in my car. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want a vault? What yeah, do you, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. in a little mini. I X. can't see you in a mini. Yeah, I, I got a tiny. I, I got a tiny. I got a tiny little. You tiny are little the car. mini. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I fill it up. What is <laughs> it's like a car? baker's dozen? You can't. <laughs> Thank you, crowd. Thanks. I, <laughs> at Justin Smith Comedy, why are you? You the gas in your car is not. I I think I do it more because. Uh, you like the road. My, well, you like well, doing it. You my dad. My dad is very blue collar. My family's very blue collar. Mm. So there's kind of like this thing of like, it's a betrayal. Flying is like a special occasion. It's like, oh my gosh, you're going on vacation, or like, it, I don't know. It's it feels like something like it's still like I don't know. It just doesn't feel like I'm at that level yet. It's, I know it sounds really, Dude, it sounds I, really I, weird. I understand, but, but the more who no one is gonna tell you it's okay. There's no promotions in comedy. I know. <laughs> there's this is how it works. You got to give yourself. The the benefit of the doubt, the B of the day. I remember, I remember, I was uh, I was opening for Swartzen, and one of the gigs was kind of close, and uh, I just I drove. I just I didn't even think about. it. I just got in my car and I yeah. drove to it. And he goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. He's like, "I pay for your flight." Yeah. And I and I go, "Ah, oh, man, it's just it was close." He's like, "It was like eight hours." Eight. Like, that's not doing? close. I know. But you also understand, like when I when I grew up in Oklahoma, I yeah. worked in the oil field, so like I used to like. Dude, you you drive well, everywhere. I will say this: after traveling to some of these places, the idea of like a long drive to certain areas of the country is very different than a long drive to like New York. Right. Like I I I, I think more New York, L.A., uh, Boston, uh, Atlanta. Like they're all they're all they'll talk about is traffic. And right. if you go to like Oklahoma, they're like. Yeah, you just keep going on that road right. for three days, and right. then you're there. Not a bad ride. It's like, <laughs> it's like, and it's just like you're like as I think when you don't when you can put on cruise control, it's a different drive. Oh, it's than great. when you are when like when it's stopping straight. Oh, dude, it's it's you just you put on whatever Radio you're into. On. You just you just go whether it's like uh, you know like uh, I I was recently into uh, that uh, um, Vince Staples. 
new like EP or whatever. I listened at the whole trip. It the was Vin great. Staples. I don't even know the Shamwow guy. Yeah, oh yeah, is that who it is? Yeah, <laughs> that's show me such a just dick. listening. That is his name. Justin <laughs> Justin's just listening to Shamwow commercials right. all the way. To Tuscaloosa. <laughs> what is this, Demolition Man? Am I listening to old commercials Old now? commercials. <laughs> well, we're pumped to have you. You know the show. You guys all need to go follow Justin. He's hilarious. At Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. It's the new year. New you. Go follow a new comedian. That's what this show's all about. Finding new people. It'd be, much, it'd be much appreciated. Yeah, you need some followers. So go at Justin Smith Comedy uh, on Instagram. And... Uh, how do you feel about Oklahoma being in the Final Four? Uh, well, it's not piss it, you off. It's not. Here's the thing: is I I'm at a point now when I watch college football that like it doesn't. I'm not like I'm past the rivalry thing now. I'm past you're hating. Beyond, you're beyond fighting. Yeah, you're beyond well, arguing. I think I think it's the fact that I've been watching la- like when I started watching Last Chance You. Yeah, and also my uncle's a college football coach, so okay. like you kind of get the feeling of what these kids go through. Last Chance You is like such an amazing dude. It's unbelievable. It's such an amazing show because it shows you. I mean, if for those listening at home, Last Chance You is on Netflix, and if you don't watch it, it's a, it's just a look at this. Junior college, or it's like a community college. What is? What's yeah, the- well, it's, it's it's a junior college. It's basically if they don't make the grades in high school, or they go to like a D one. Yeah, and they don't like they don't start, or they want to start over, or whatever. They they go to this JUCO for a year or two to get to get the eyes of yeah. yeah. And and this one specific school, the the first season, I haven't seen the second season. Or it's the third season. The first two are everything that's wrong with junior college football. And the third season is everything that's right with junior okay, college well, football. Okay, well, because I've watched the first season and I'm sitting there going, man, because you look at these kids and the idea of going like that they're like they're counting on a lottery ticket. It, it, it because there's they may be good at football, but like the average NFL career is four, three or four years. Right. Like, and it's like they're going, and then you see their mindset of like. Unless your foot touches a ball, then you're. Well, then <laughs> if you're a kicker, I mean, game over. I mean, friend of the podcast, Steve Hauschka knows that. So I, he, so. Oh, you have Hauschka on? He's been on the show. Oh, dude, he's We went so to good. high school together. We play lacrosse together. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. We That's were fucking state crazy. State champions at Needham High School, 2003. Dude, he's That's so right, good. people. Google it, bitches. <laughs> I'm a so champion. Good. That was my final my final game as a as a anything. Did you get carried off the field? I carried someone else. Oh, is <laughs> <laughs> I was at the bottom layer of the carrying. I touched the toe and I helped the toe up. I but I I I said but you see these kids on last chance you where you're like they're really counting on the NFL. It's like you've already fucked up once to end up here. Yeah. And it's like the, you well, know, like, I don't. I mean, here's the thing: is like, I, I, the thing that bothers me about college football more than anything, and I don't, I don't know how many of your listeners are actually going to like what I'm about to say, but oh, here we go. Here, no, no, no. I mean, it's, it's not even ring it's, the bell. <laughs> here we go. We got, we got. Watch he's, out, he's, listeners. He's through it. Watch out, listeners. <laughs> you know that. 
Go, okay, go ahead. I could do the most brilliant argument, and yeah. then still, I could do like an Elon Musk. We need to go through tunnels, shit, sure. and the foghorn just nullifies all of it. it, it well, let's see. <laughs> Give your hot take, and then we're gonna ring it. I mean, like all these big schools, yeah. these big, huge pedigree schools, they've ruined the landscape of college football because essentially what they've done is what. You remember that that thing about what Starbucks used to do with coffee, where they would buy the top ten percent of the quality of beans, mm. and then they would only sell. The top two percent of the ten percent. So then, so then you couldn't really get that other eight percent of good beans, right? So there was not only was there a margin between you and everybody else, Mm. but you used the best of that thing. It's the same thing that Alabama and Ohio State. So like Alabama has like their first their their first string running back is what you're saying is like that that running back is the best in the country, and then the second string. Is the other best in the country? They they and pluck he can't even all play. Of them. Yeah, he can't even play at Nebraska now. Right, like, you know Nebraska's working with the fiftieth best running back because the top ten are at two schools. Well, that's what Oklahoma State has had to like live on is they find three star guys that are under recruited mm. and they find guys that fit their system. Like those are the only people that survive. Well, but here's I, the problem: is when they go head to head with big guys, yeah. they can upset one or two of them, but they can't. You can't, they can't run the, the table. Season. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, the best example of that is go Google the Miami football team that won the national championship. Oh, the U part two where they list all the guys. You have to Google it's that team sick. to see the amount of players on it that you're like, him. Him like like the first the Jimmy Graham sat on the bench for three years for that team. Yeah, it just lets you know how good that team was. It's like Frank Gore, Jeremy Shockey, like you know Ed Reed. You got to go look it up. But let's get into the emails. You ready, Justin Smith? Always ready, bro. At Justin Smith Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the point wasn't made. You're right. It didn't even make sense. Um, let's get into it. You know the show. Everyone knows the show. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I, I we just the email titles right out off the bat. The first four I'm looking at are like crazy good. Um, I like this one too. Where this is coming out? Holiday dating question. Tis the season. Might be some jingle bells on the way. I've been dating someone for about six months now. We've established that we are only dating each other. We are both adults. I'm in my late 30s, and he's in his 40s. What's the best way to broach gift-giving for Christmas with him? I'm not big on gifts. Time spent together is more my speed, and don't want him to waste money just because he feels he should buy me something. Is it rude of me to bring this up? If not, how do I word this casually so it's not a big deal? This is a fantastic question. We've done versions of it every year on the podcast, but I love re-bringing it up because it's a nice reminder of what, you know, let's get talking. Right. I don't know. Six months in, like, just let him be who he is. Well, what do you mean let him be who he is? Well, here's the thing is, like, gift here. I know, but with her being like, oh, I don't, I'm not really into, like, I'm not really into the gift sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. But maybe he's a gift giver. Like, yeah, that's yeah, his yeah. thing. It's kind of so, like that five love languages thing where yeah. it's like, like, you got, everyone expresses love in their own way. Let him do him and you do you. Yeah, sure, 90s church camp, Jared. That's sure, right. That's <laughs> love is. Love is. Love is beautiful. Love is smart. Love is Living yeah. in his grace. Living in his grace every day. Um, <laughs> I, I will say you're right. The, the answer to this question is you do you. Yeah. Drive your own gift bus, okay? But also you're Santa. Him. You drive the sleigh. You, yeah, 
ah, get you, you hit Ray, you hit Johnny Reindeer with the fucking whip, and you drive your sleigh to his roof to drop off the gift you want to give with what you're comfortable with. So the, you can't, you can only react, right? With 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 relationships, and it's like you can engage and react. So to me, I'm a person. I don't like I don't like the gift thing either. I'm not like. Because I never grew up that way. Like, I, I, I think it all has to do with, like, how you're brought up. Some people, they're like, I don't know about your family, would they be like, it, would it be like January, or would it be August, and then your parents would be like, well, we'll put it on the Christmas list. Like, was that a party? Some people are like that. Yeah, I mean. Like, if you were like, I gotta have this one thing, and they're like, well, you can have a winter jacket Christmas. You know, like, I don't know how it went. Yeah, I mean, my family was very much like, uh, we did like when I was growing up. When I was young, we didn't have very much money. Then my dad got an upgrade in his job, mm-hmm. and then we had all this stuff. But we weren't like, we weren't like super like. Mater- wasn't like you were like new job. Now it's like it, it, it wasn't like you guys all of a sudden lived a different life, right? But also we were like we we're big college football fans. So sure. like my mom would always get me like, oh, we're going to the bowl game for Christmas, oh, or like cool. that was like so. That's kind of like yeah. Even like as like a kid, like I loved going to football games. So like yeah. the idea of like because uh, at that time Oklahoma State wasn't very good. So uh, a bowl game to San Antonio was like oh my gosh, if only we could get to San Antonio. Yeah, like that was. <laughs> and that then was, everyone gets in the car and does the thirty hour drive. And right, like, exactly right. I, I, I we hitched the wagons up and we went. There it is. <laughs> Come on, Ma, get the cooking plate. We <laughs> gotta have lunch on the way. I was never in like the like I was never in the in the like wait till Hanukkah. We like barely even celebrate Hanukkah. Like right. it would be like that was kind of like, we would light the candles and that was about it. Uh, because listen, I wasn't really like there was never a, you know I was very lucky where it wasn't like I was like sitting there being like night one so better get here you soon. Didn't, you didn't get the little small gifts or anything? You, guys we, you know, out? sometimes, maybe early on, maybe some guilt. Some fucking bed sheets. Bed sheets. <laughs> well, we we love bed sheets as a gift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, th- th- those kind, not Lion King ones. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't want the Lion King ones. You want the ones from uh, Brooklyn, which we'll get to later. Well, I feel like the, the Shelby sheets and then the the free sheets are, are it's a different thread count all in my room all satin <laughs> <laughs> no but brook linen they, that's that's who gets me going let's talk about them now let's talk about them now we'll talk about them now this is a great gift uh listen brook linen we're gonna get right back to this email i love brook linen because you spend a third of your life in, in the sheets and the other third in the streets this this holiday season <laughs> is is a great time for bedding upgrade for you or a loved one. Uh, I just love that they're five star hotel quality sheets, and they're not difficult or expense difficult to find or expensive sheets. It's it's just really well done product uh, that has taken out the middleman so that you can buy them uh, at a you know a fraction of the cost that you would have. You don't you don't have to deal with the stores. They get delivered right to your door. This is a great and it's also a great gift to help someone that maybe have moved somewhere new or is is you know just or is just needs a little bit of a refresh. You probably brought this up before, but when you even just change your sheets, it's such it's you way better than you'd think it'd be. If you January 1st is a tough day. Because you're thinking about new year, new me. Look how I fucked up the last year. Fresh Je- sheets. If you wash sheets and make the bed on January 1st, I promise you, 
you're going to feel better about your year. It's like it's it looks it doesn't look that different, but for some reason it just feels so different. It really does. And especially when you make the bed, then you go take a shower, you you dry off, you put some like gold bond powder all over your body, and then you just creep into that into that bed. You're like, "Oh, that's 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 a massage you're giving yourself. Oh, if you turn the ceiling fan on, you, Unbelievable. Gotta, you, just, you just get that that whole. It's, it's just a, all fresh and renewed. And so, listen to have that happen. My Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've really ever had. And now it's time for you to have an upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer for just my listeners. Get twenty dollars off and free shipping when you use promo code JTrain. That's JTrain. That's JTrain at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that you're they, their product uh, that in their product that all their sheets, comforters, towels come with a lifetime warranty. That's right, people. Lifetime. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code JTRAIN at brooklynen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Brooklynen, these are really the best sheets ever. Um, back to the question. I will say this. I'm a big proponent of experience gifts. If you've been together under a year, I don't think you have to give anything like physical. I think you can go. You drive your boat. You say, hey, you and I... Um, I've planned a dinner for us on this date at this time. Yeah. Let's do it. That's and then yeah. you take care of the dinner. You take care of the reservation. You take care of the sexy lingerie. You make it a night. I think that's a nice dinner when you're six months into a relationship is more than enough. And it also shows that you're thinking about them. Right. And it's like you could even, I mean, other than that, other experiences, um, you got a hotel room in the city you both live in. That's, that's a, a nice, great gift. That's a nice one. And you say, I got us a hotel room for the Saturday after New Year's because that's a cheap right. weekend. That's the tough, you know, coming from like people in the entertainment business like, you know, Justin and myself. Yeah. You know that that's the toughest weekend to get people to come out. Yeah. Is the yeah, weekend after New Year's. Yeah. So you get a hotel that weekend. You say, hey, listen. You and I, we're gonna be going to this sweet hotel, staying somewhere at like a five star place. That's we're gonna, gonna go. Park. We're gonna go to Applebee's. We're gonna go to the hotel we're with the door Apple. opens to the parking lot. That's oh right. my gosh, motel hotel. We're gonna comb in. the bed for bed bugs. There it is. Oh, dude, that's how that's how relationships are made, I love right there. An Applebee's. Mm. We're doing a night at the bees, <laughs> and then we're heading up to the hotel, and we're gonna really get a go. Sorry, Jared, so, is, my, is my Oklahoma showing? The, a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, we're gonna clean the place after you leave. <laughs> I, but I, I, I just get think a 48 hour notice. The, but this is the thing: all her qualms about gift giving, I understand. But you say to the per, you don't worry about what they give you. You worry right. about what you feel comfortable giving them. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Justin Smith at Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. He's a fop, friend of the pod. Yeah, I like that. Hey, Jared. Thanks for the endless amount of laughs, words of wisdom. Saw you at the live podcast you did in Charlotte, and you were even funnier in person. Oh, my God. My, my balls are tingling. I hope I go back to Charlotte. I like that town. To get to my question, my boyfriend and I have been together about six months now. It seems like these emails come from the six-monthers a lot. It's a rough time. It's a yeah, scary di- time. This is like over-the-hump time. You're like dipping your toe into Rio finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've gotten used one. to the water, and yeah. is this water good? <laughs> is it flavor? Is, is there shit in this water? We spend every night together. It's a lot of time. Have a lot of fun. Overall, have a great relationship. The one problem we keep facing is he's done coke behind my back. 
Cocaina. Banging rails. <laughs> you could say you could uh, you could say say I'm somewhat prude when it comes to drugs, and it's not something I ever want to do or be around. Well, no wonder he fucking does it behind her back. Holy <laughs> exactly. shit! Exactly. I'm a prude. Well, I told him when we first started dating that it was a deal breaker because I I had done it in the past because I knew he had done it in the past. However, he said he wouldn't do it anymore. Fast forward a few months, he's away for a trip, and I'm watching his dog. His iPad is just sitting there, and curiosity got it the best of me. Found out he had continued to use cocaine and tried to hide it from me. Brought it up to him. He said he was sorry, and it was just once and wouldn't happen again. The cycle repeats a few more times. And last week, and I checked the iPad again. Man, this girl. She's checking she's the pad stay a away lot. From that iPad. <laughs> uh, check the, the iPad is like her command center for this boyfriend. That's fucking crazy. Might be a preview of a new story later. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> there it is, Shelby. Um, I, I I'm not saying she's crazy, but I mean, this iPad is just sitting there, <laughs> probably across the room, and she's just like looking at it, and be like, right. "Don't do it, don't do it, don't." Well, are do we it. also Fine. To, are we also to believe that's the only time she's ever checked this iPad is twice? No, oh, this uh, well, it feels like she's sitting there watching it every minute of every day. Yeah, <laughs> I check the iPad again and find he's still doing it behind my back. I confront him, and he uh, told him. The lying had to stop. It makes me feel like he either doesn't value my opinion or he's addicted. Once again, he told me he'd stop and he finally understands that my concerns are valid. Will he ever stop or am I stupid to believe in it? Is this even a problem that he does it occasionally? His mom died a year ago and I think he uses drugs and alcohol to cope occasionally. Am I in over my head? Ooh, this is a tough one. What do you think? Well, how are you? How are you? How are you finding out with an iPad that he like? I don't. I think. Like, the, I think it, it feels like too easy to find out on that iPad. Like, w- if I got caught over the iPad, then you would never see my iPad again. Right. Like, well, it, like my iPad. <laughs> we, like, if that got me caught once, that iPad would be with me on the fucking. Vacation. That one's going out. The iPad's going out the window yeah. into the streets of Harlem. Yeah, that iPad. It's like I would. It, that iPad is a bad friend. <laughs> you know, oh. like. Maybe it's one of the newer ones. They're like pretty big too. It's too big to fit in his backpack. Very big. Oh, why are you bringing your iPad? I, oh, you know, I like to bring it with me and out on vacation. But also, like, I don't. You're want just walking the dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't understand. Like, is he brings his iPad into the shitter with him every time? Why are you bringing that? Is iPad? he po- like? Is he is 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 it like connected to his phone and, and she's finding photos, I videos, think, I, I think text I, messages? I, I don't know, but here's my assumption because we can only go with what the email gave us. My assumption is, and this is like, there's a period of time in like 2008 to 10 where all these divorces were happening because of the cloud. Right. So people were, the cloud, they were texting and then the texts were connecting to their iPad. So she's probably, what's happening is, and I'm giving her very much the benefit of the doubt, is she's sitting there and she's seeing the light go off on the iPad with texts that he's interacting with people while away. Where that's someone who, I can't tell you if he's addicted. I mean, she also doesn't give their ages. Like, I, I know Coke is a, is a bad drug. And I know that, like, I also know that people do it recreationally. Like, right. I also know a lot of people who do Coke and also go to their job, do their job well, and then do Coke again a month later. People and they, are and they sell Coke. Doing it. <laughs> I think it's making a comeback. I don't. Coke has made a comeback. Do it. I don't. I, I've never done it. I remember my senior year of college, I, I was walking around the fraternity, and 
I remember, no, it was, I think I remember it was my junior year. Junior year spring, I'm walking around my fraternity and like doors were locked. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I like would knock on the door and then I finally got in and then they were like, hey man, what's happening? And I'm like, what's, what are you guys doing? And it's like friends of mine. And then they're like, just come in. Come in, lock the door. And they're like, we're doing coke. And I go, oh, we do that now? Yeah. <laughs> like I had, I was kind of naive to that being like a thing. Mate, this tis the season. Last year at a Christmas party, I got like asked, hey, do you want to go in the bathroom? bathroom and do some lines last year when you find out about it then you see it everywhere because then i started noticing all the doors were locked you start noticing people disappear you start people disappear and especially penn state i always consider just a drinking school like you know like there's you gotta take that white out seriously don't you (laughs) that's exactly (laughs) it was a white out quite literally it's um but i i never i and i'm i'm telling you my honest truth right it might have been that it was going on, but I didn't notice it till like really my senior year. Then I was like, "Oh, people!" Now you start seeing it, like the re- like you said, right? You start seeing the people disappearing and the ones that aren't, and the doors locking. And um, listen, I'll be completely honest. I've done coke in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something I. <gasps> yeah, the crowd is shocked. Um, I've. It's not something I do now, but it's um, something I've done in the past and. I don't. I I, I kind of live by the thought of the, the high isn't worth the low. The next, you know, the right. Tuesday after Coke is. But you decided the, to do comedy as a career. Yes, this, is, <laughs> this high is worth the low. So, I I do know that, you know, to empathize with this guy, when you say to the guy you're dating, doing Coke is a deal breaker, and to him it's not that big a deal. Right. Then he has to lie about it because he likes you. And wants to see this through, but also when he goes out with his friends, he's like he doesn't see it as such a big deal. Right. And I could because addiction is the issue. It's it's what I think people. I do think I have this belief. I'm sure people would disagree with it. It's not the thing you're addicted to. You're addicted to addiction. So it's like right. it w- it could have been anything. When you know, if you notice, a lot of people who stop drinking, they start smoking a ton of cigarettes, or they start going to the gym a lot. Or they start, you know, they fill the addiction with something or else. Or they get into, like, a particular culture. They start reading a certain kind of book. Totally. They, they, they get find, into an author, a certain yep. musician. They start going to festivals. And some, sober yeah, sober, sober fests. <laughs> well, but it's true. You see, when someone yeah. gets off of one addiction, they find another. And sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad again. So I don't... What, the, the thing about an addict is, is this ruining the rest of his life? Right? Yeah. I mean, I... I think they, it sounds like they enjoy each other's company and she, it's everything's good but this. It's like a red flag deal breaker situation. She's like, everything's great, except every now and again I find out he's done coke. Yeah, well, the problem is is that she gave him an ultimatum, she caught him, and then she just kind of let it go. And then she broke her own ultimatum. Right. So now he never buys her bullshit. He's like, yeah, if I get caught, I'll talk my way out of this. She has to be more open to talking about his coke usage. I think. And that's not me saying that he should be keep doing coke. But if he comes to you and goes, listen, I there's a couple friends I do it with. We whenever we're out like it, you know, is that something that makes him cheat on her? Is that something that like forces him to go down a bad road? Like, I think when you close yourself off to someone else's issues, then 
they're forced to do these issues in the, in the shadows. I'm not say, I'm not blaming her. I'm trying not to blame her. Right. But I do think when you make it, well, that's a deal breaker for me. Then when could he ever talk to you about it? Also, I feel like because she talked about she had issues with it. Also, like did I feel she? like you could. I, I is, did I did I hear that wrong? No, I don't think she did. Okay, well, maybe she did. She had done it in the past, but not like abusive. She says, "I want it's something not something I ever want to be." To do, she says, I'm somewhat prude to when it comes to drugs, not, and it's not something I ever want to do or be around. I told him when we first dated, started dating, it was a deal breaker because I, I knew he had done it in oh. the past. However, he said he wouldn't do it anymore. Okay. So it's like, but then she says that he's like, he's also dealing with the death of his mom a year ago, and I think he's used his drugs, alcohol to cope with it occasionally. So it's like, you uh, you know is he sitting in a dark room with a bottle of gym doing lines in the you know like right. w- going mama <laughs> like is that what's happening or is he doing a Morrison is it once every month he gets a little sad and then goes out and gets a little drunk right. you know I don't I, you, there's levels to these things and I think if you like him enough you have to open yourself up to talking about it in a adult way where it's not like well I didn't see it and closing your eyes to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't I don't think that you can kind of like I, I feel like putting your foot down so quickly on something like that is like also like I know I have friends of mine that 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 smoke a bunch mm. and it's kind of like I have friends that you can totally tell and it like ruins like any t- like I have friends that when they get baked like it's like you can't even have a conversation. Yeah, and there's some du- too. and there's some dudes that you're just like, oh, it just doesn't make it. It's not a yeah. big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wouldn't even know it if you did, if you said like it's so funny. I have a uh, photographer buddy of mine, uh, Mike, and he went with me on my trip. Homeless pimp. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah he's, he's great. great. Uh, but he uh, he went with me on my trip and we were taping a doc about this tour. And he's around my mom and my grandma, and they're very like up, to, like they're very straight line, mm-hmm. straight laced. And he's hitting, he's hitting a pin, and he's dude, he's baked, yeah. like he's gone. Uh, but the way he is, you don't even know. Yeah. So and, he's, and the, sometimes that's just as dangerous as the people you know. You know where it's like, <laughs> yeah, you do how much weed in a day? It's like, but if they're, you know, there's. There's a lot of adults out there functioning while doing a lot of these different things. But the same thing, like, you know, you hear somebody, like, has, like, a suicide, and you see tweets, like, oh, reach out to people, or if it was, like, drugs. Oh, yeah. At, and I was, like, seeing somebody once, and they said, oh, yeah, like, I had this half-hour ride to work. We were both, like, kind of, we like to smoke weed. And she'd be like, oh, I love to smoke a bowl and just be high on that long drive. And I was, like, thing like, that's not safe like could you and i was trying to put you, myself out there like hey can you like i care about you i yeah. don't like super serious but you know can you not do that like and it, she was like look i hear you i understand but i'm still gonna do it and i was like hmm, i kind of put myself out there like well you know, well can, Shelby, hey hey Shelby's like hey can you know that one part of your day that you're really happy <laughs> can you stop doing that please <laughs> Yeah, Shelby, uh, Shelby also just did a whole, um, the like a whole kids on a dare commercial for yeah. us. Hey, can you not do that for me? I I I, I care about you. I care about you. I I listen. You have to, but Shelby, what you did is kind of where this girl is in the position of what she has to do. You either have to go deal with it and be okay with hearing the truth, 
Or you, as you said, you don't want to be around and you go, goodbye. I'm not going to deal with that. And that's okay too. You could break up with them and say, hey, uh, you got issues that I am not equipped to deal with and you should probably go talk to a professional and I don't think dating is a good time for us right now. Or you say, I care about you. I, you know, I, you could care about someone and leave. I'm not saying you can't. But you could be like, I care about you. We should fucking, let's talk about this. Do you, when do you do it? How much do you do? Are you doing it with friends? Well, yeah, Are you I, doing it alone? You, you know, try to assess, when you open yourself up to that conversation, then you can find out if this is a problem. Right now, it feels like she's in the dark. Well, also, if it, like he's pro- he may be insecure about doing it also. Sure. Like, that's the thing. Is, like, I can't tell you how many like, weird things that I do that like if I ever try to bring it up. Like, I remember when I, was home, when I was home at Christmas, I wanted to try floating for the first time. What's floating? It's like the uh, sensory deprivation oh, yeah, yeah, chamber yeah, yeah. or whatever, and you, fly, you float in salt water, and like, all your senses are, are taken out. How was it? It was, it was pretty dope. Yeah. It was pretty great. But like I was real like self conscious about telling anybody about it. Why? Because uh, just because because uh, I Oklahoma like blue collar family sure. like oh you're gonna oh oh big New York City guy is gonna go to the space yeah. pod and <laughs> and explore his deep thoughts yeah, you know like a... why don't you chop firewood yeah, like that's yeah. that's, like, that's a good <laughs> way to fucking explore your thoughts too but it... but that's what like I when you do when you chop have people, firewood. <laughs> When you have people around you like that, yeah. it makes you less likely to open up. So maybe it's a thing where, uh, like, maybe he's insecure about doing it also. Yeah. And the people he's doing it around are the only people that are cool with it. So maybe if you were cool with it, you have more of a voice in the issue. Yeah. And you could say, well, that's a lot of coke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Speaking of drugs, this next sponsor is like a drug. Okay, I love, I love. Oh, listen, we just got a a review on the on the podcast. This might sound weird, but the survey was fun to do. Appreciate all you, Shelby, especially his voice and sound effects. Do look at that, Shelby. Things are really happening for us. Really, (laughs) really taking off. You know, this this sponsor is like a drug to me. Rothy's. I love Rothy's. Have you heard the buzz? What is what is I don't even know what it is. They're the shoe company that's making cute shoes out of recycled plastic wa- water bottles and they've even got the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle wearing them. The Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle and my mom both have these shoes. So two queens. Two queens. <laughs> It can be hard to find flats that are comfortable, sustainable, and affordable, but Rothy's is the answer to your shoe worries. This is also a great gift, great gift for mom, sister. It's a, it's a great-looking shoe that's both comfortable and usable. You won't leave the house with Band-Aids on your heels anymore. I, 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 saw, I got these through my mom. She raves about them. She loves the functionality. Wear them anywhere. That's really what you're looking for, a shoe that you can take... You know, you can wear to work, wear bet, you know, you know, wear around the house. They got it all. They come in four styles: classic, flat, pointed toe, loafer, and sneaker. They come in tons of cute colors and patterns like herringbone, zebra, or ombre. And just for the holidays, check the to check to their iridescent line. It won't be around for long. So listen, right now. Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners just for the holidays. Use code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN to get free shipping on any order, no minimum. 
and they're also giving you free returns or exchanges on any Rothy's shoes. But trust me, you won't return them. Go to Rothy's.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com. Enter code JTRAIN at checkout to get your amazing shoes and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. These are shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable. Plus, you get free shipping. Rothy's makes a great gift for your girlfriends and any ladies in your life. Listen, take it um, from, you know, take it from me. The <coughs> Take it from the Prince of Presents, okay? <laughs> I know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, any woman in your life is going to love it, any friend, anybody. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com. Use promo code JTRAIN. Rothys, be comfortable and cute. You say recycle plastic, right? That's right. See, that's a that's the best kind of thing for me. Is like when you have like a a gift and it has like a story. So like if the gift doesn't hit, then it's like, yeah. oh, it's got a cool story to it. You're saving the world yeah. while you're huffing it. Yeah. yeah so I that's why it. you can like, e- even if it doesn't, even if they don't mesh with the, sh- the look of the shoe, sure. it's still like, oh, but look they're going to mesh. Doing. This is all good stuff. I, I yeah, I, but I hear what you're saying. You can look at them and go, they're at, and that that's your that's your icing on the cake. Mm. Wow, look at these shoes, and then they and you go, do you know those are made out of recycled plastic? And they'll go, what? Yeah. No, seriously, they can. Now you got a good conversation, dinner time talk. You've reconnected with your dad. There it is. <laughs> Hi, Papa JT. I have a specific situation happening that I know a lot of people, guy or girl, can probably relate to. I'm a 23-year-old lady listener, young professional. There's a guy who has been on and off with me for seven months. A month ago, I blocked him and his bullshit. Since then, he emailed my work email twice. He had to Google this on his own, by the way, and asked me to unblock him so we could talk. Against my better judgment, I unblocked him and I hung out with him For whatever reasons, I've always felt really attracted to this guy, and he was the first person who was the whole package for me. When I first got there, I asked him if he was seeing someone, and he said yes, but that he contacted me because he didn't think she was right. Me going against every ounce of common sense, better judgment, ended up making out with him and sucking him off. I love when a girl says sucking him off. It's a good phrase. The entire time, he would make comments about how he missed that. How he could s- during yeah of course during the blowjob. <laughs> Ooh, I missed that. Oh, that's so Ooh, good. That, I missed that mouth. <laughs> so creepy. Um, they could stay there all night and making comments that seemed like he was comparing me to the other girl in his mind. When he asked to have sex, I I said absolutely not. I made it clear that I wasn't going to go down that path. <laughs> We're not doing another, this. No. <laughs> She's got no. There's a line, people. Uh, if another girl was in the picture, and he said in return, but. What if I only have sex with you, leaving me speechless? Don't worry, I said absolutely not. But noticeably looking like, what the fuck? I left and asked where he was, and he asked where he was, and he said he couldn't make any decisions. My bullshit alarm immediately went off, and now here I am, feeling like a true idiot for even going over there and making out with him. Uh, Listen, don't feel like, I, I can't tell you how to feel, but. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Uh, obviously, no one can read minds, but you definitely have more insight on the male thought process than I do. Why do people do this? Why invite me over if you're not sure about the other girl? Why weigh both options? Does he want a warm body? Does he just give a shit about? Does he give a shit about either of us? Should I tell this guy to fuck off? The entire situation seems fishy, and I don't understand how someone can be on and off with someone for so long. What do you think, dude? This is this is this is not just a male thing. This is a 
pe- like uh, every person thing. Like this, this is a is classic. Human. This is a classic reel in roll out situation. Yeah, okay, this is, because this is this is the kind of person that won't let won't let somebody go. Yeah. Does all the dramatics to get somebody back once you've said enough, I'm done. Yeah, you've you've moved on. Yeah, they reel you back in, mm-hmm. and then when you get close and you kind of get committed to it. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, so how am I gonna how am I gonna keep her kinda at a distance, but still like keeping yeah. you keeping her in a pocket all the time. Keeping yeah, her around. It's it's it sucks. I I I I've been this guy. Oh my gosh, I've been this dude. Yeah. It's like dude, it's like I high school, college, I've yep. had I've had this and, and you know what it is? It's it's um it's a it's a version of knowing that you're still that you still got it a little bit. You know, this guy isn't confident enough to go out and meet new people. Right. But he has some people in his life that are that are um, that can make him feel like he could meet new people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like he's got both girls and then he's like, "Uh, I have another girl that I really like have a great connection with. I don't doubt your connection. Like I like I'm sitting here being like, yeah. You and him, I get that you and him have something going on that you can't, that is a connection that people, that you're like, okay, this is easier than finding out there's no one else out there at all. Right. You know, it's like, okay, there's someone out there that likes me, that's into me, that's, that has seen me naked and hasn't turned away. Right. And it's like, I don't want to have to go to that great unknown world of people that don't, that might say no. Because that's scary as fuck. That's scary as fuck. So I go to the... You know, the belayed version. I go to the one that has a net underneath. Because if you say no, I can blame it on our history. Right. If some random girl says no, it gets blamed on, well, I'm 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 a worthless person. And he's using you to keep up his ego and his confidence, which sucks. I feel like she has to realize that he's insecure. That's yeah. where the whole thing comes from. Like, because here's the problem is she's kind of put him, I, don't, I hate the phrase put him on a pedestal, mm-hmm. but like it's that thing where she's she sees him in, in different from what he really is. Yeah. She sees him as better. She's the kind of person that looks at his IG is like, man, doesn't his life look like so much fun? But really it's dog shit. You see, like as comics, you and I see yeah. through all the bullshit. Sure. So... But I think that's the thing is she's got to realize that if he's not moving on, if he's not trying to do something else, if he's trying to keep, you yeah. know, a couple of fillies in the stable, he's he's tr- he's afraid to get out there. Yeah. So it, he, so you have to change the way you see him. Yeah. He's he's not doing well. No. He and also this is a classic full of cum situation. This guy <laughs> was raging full of cum. He's probably like kind of in a fight with his girlfriend he's like where can i drop this off and he's like holy shit i got this girl that we're on and off i got it the minute i talked to her i'm gonna feel better and good and then the minute he came he went ah fuck i don't want to be with either of them the second the second they parted he went i miss us what was i miss us yeah he doesn't miss you he misses i do think here's what she's got to do and the worst part of this whole thing is the I need to talk to you. You never need to talk to anybody. We have to stop doing that shit. Right. Because they do, after a relationship, the hardest thing to do is end a relationship. You, a good person, has to tell another good person that you're going to go look for better people for you. That's very tough to look someone you actually care about in the eye and say. Yeah. So respect the difficulty of what has already been done. 
respect the difficulty of a breakup to know that you should be broken up. Right. Because when someone breaks up with you, it's not or someone ends something or a hookup, they didn't just think of that on the spot. They they thought about it 30 times before. And they had to to build up the courage to get to it. Yeah. So once they got over that mountain, why are you you disrespecting the ability of going over the mountain? Right. If someone climbs fucking Mount Kilimanjaro, you're going to go, yeah, they fucking climbed that mountain. They did that shit. Right. You can't take that away. So if you really care about somebody, you give them the distance to build another foundation. Well, it's not about caring about someone. I'm saying don't buy the I need to talk to you. (laughs) There's nothing to talk about. You thought about it, rethought about it. What could be there? Because what happens is I had another girl message me. Well, I mean, there is always the there is always the hey. You might need to go get yourself checked out. Well, this is a, so hold on. Okay, right. So I sorry, had, no, sorry. No, 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 no. But I had a girl DM me that she had this guy who was her friend. No, dated this guy, didn't work out. Then they said they'll just be friends. Then they were friends, and then all of a sudden he unfollowed her on everything. And she was like, she found out she had an STD and fr- wanted to tell this guy. And she goes, "Well, I need to speak to you. I have something important to tell you." And he was like. No, he just ignored her because he didn't know what she didn't reference the STD. Right. She kept being like, I have something important. I have something important. I go, why don't you just fucking say it? Right. You didn't really care about the STD because all you cared about was getting in front of him and telling him he was a fucking asshole. I don't know. I feel like I I do. If she cared about the STD and being this hero to all these other girls he's fucking, she would have said, you have a fucking STD. Right, I mean, I just I had do, to get cured. I do, I, I do kind of understand the idea that an STD conversation is a in person or at least on the phone conversation that you should. Have. But it happened. It should happen as quickly as fucking humanly possible. I agree to that. I so, agree. With so, that. but the thing is, the minute you take it, let a week go by, you're a part of the fucking uh, the STD issue. Right. You know, and it becomes about. And I said to this girl, I go, listen. I don't doubt that this guy's an asshole or isn't doing the right things, but the whole I need to talk to you thing is a little bit about you. Admit to that so that you can fucking move on. And the reason that he blocked you on everything is because you guys, he thought becoming friends with you would get you hooking up again, and it didn't. He said, fuck this shit. He don't want to be your fucking friend. So it's like the same thing with this girl where he goes, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. Whatever you need to talk to me about can be done right now over text. If it can't be done there, goodbye. I'm trying to move on with my life. So we all have to stop buying this I need to talk to you bullshit because no one needs to fucking talk to you. When it's over, it's over. And the only thing you, oh, I need to get my sweatshirt back. It's waiting. It's outside on the stoop. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is all, but these are all tricks people try to use to try and get back into like, like to just try and get back, wiggle into this blowjob, right. which you got. Because they know that you have liked them before. They're, you are attracted once, you'll be attracted again. That's the thing. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do this one. Played too hard to get. Jared, I met this guy on Hinge back in April. 27, he went back to school to get his law degree and MBA, graduates in June. We uh, talked pretty consistently for about two months, starting this past April. 
He became saying goodnight most nights. I'm not in. I'm not into the pen pal thing, but the conversation was so easy and felt so it felt real. So I didn't mind. Plus, he did try to ask me out a few times, and I just happened to be traveling a lot for work on vacation. Then he had finals for law school. Also, he requested me on Snapchat and Instagram, which I thought was a little real weird. So I only accepted the snap. In retrospect, I was going on a big trip with my family, uh, with my friends. So he probably just wanted to see pics. I mean, no. He wanted to fucking see if you see what you look like for right. real. Let me see if Build I'll a, be a... Building a base. Yeah, let me see if I want to be a part of this life. Right. I joked him that I didn't want to ruin our side relationship before we finally met because, honestly, it was so nice. And seriously, I usually have no time for this bullshit. We finally went out in June and had an awesome time, like five hours talking, laughing, walking around the park. Street kisses at end. He was such a gentleman, texted me as soon as he got home, etc. Asked me out for next week, but I had to cancel because of a work trip. We went out two more times, great dates. He wouldn't let me pay for anything, and it was starting to really feel like I was, uh, feel real. I was dead set on getting to the fourth date before sleeping with him. For some reason, uh, so legit, gave him nothing except a steamy makeout in my living room before my roommate interrupted and I kicked him out. But still, he texted me the whole weekend, replied to all my snap stories with hearts, saying I looked hot, etc., it felt like a boyfriend material. I kind of didn't engage. Totally pulled back and waited for him to ask me out for the next week, and it didn't happen. That was August. I let it linger. He would text me uh, to chat, but not ask me out. I finally asked him what was up, and he sent this long message about what's going on with him, that maybe he's still not in the best place for dating, but the wants to keep in touch, loved hanging out with me. Did I wear him down and he gave up? Did he just get exhausted, challenged too much? Also, I finally let him follow me on Instagram after <laughs> the last date. <laughs> Was he freaked out by pics of a long-time ex? I deleted most. Last uh, week, he deep, uh, he deep liked multiple of my Instagrams. So he, I guess he went way back. Only the solo shot. Should I give it another shot? To be honest, I want to hook up with him. Happy for it to be casual hangouts, hook up. But how do I make that clear? And I guess I'm still even considering it because I don't like a lot of people. Ha ha. I'm very picky and kind of tell if this is going to work. We clicked. What do we think? This man, this this just sounds like a it's just a lot to unpack. It's just a lot. Like I think here's the thing is I look at what's happened recently. Mm. He he went in deep on the on the IG. Yeah, lately. Sure. The pics of just her. Yeah. That that's, that's a his penis like. That, that's a that's a yeah. That's a that's a guy that's in. That's a cock like. But here's the thing is, you, I feel like he went in or like he went in hard. At the beginning, and she played coy. So now, if she wants in, she's got to go in. She's. I yeah. feel like she's got to. She's got to go in early now. You he, can't fuck around. Here's the thing. Here's what happens. And you're right. It's there's such a thing as. How do I put this best? You can be too mathematical to fuck. And what I mean by that... It's like fucking Chip Kelly. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's right. It's too... It's too... Day one, day two. Right. You know, and because this took so long, what happens is, and I'm not saying you're wrong for wanting this, but this is the reality. You put it off so much. It's been... It goes from April to August. No fucks. I, I feel and like I'm saying if they had fucked, like, there's no casual to this thing. Right. It has to be something more the minute you fuck. And I'm not saying you want that or are asking for that, 
But he's a gentleman. He's trying to be a nice guy. He went on the dates with you. You had steamy makeouts. And now you're six months later and it's like, well, listen, if we fuck, we are in a relationship. You, you, we have to, I can't disappear after the fuck. I can disappear now. Right. And he went home, he masturbated, and he was like, fuck, this is a lot of responsibility for someone that I'm not sure if I even like or if I even want to go down that pathway. Right. And that's not to say you want that, but that's the we, that's what he's in his head about. He's saying, listen, we've gone for so long and I know her so well that if we fuck and then I say I don't want to be in a relationship, it'll feel like I was just doing all that to fuck. When really he was doing all that because he was having a fun time with you and fucking didn't happen. Right. So the only way back in is to be casual. And I'm not saying don't I'm not telling her to like go against your morals or your values or what you're looking for. If you're looking for a relationship, that's okay. If you're looking to like, you know, fucking see what happens and maybe a relationship can happen, you have to go back through the side door of casual. Right. So the only way to go is to say, I would say to this guy, I would stop with the texting. And also, he didn't get freaked out by your Instagram. That's not what happened. Right. Okay? He didn't look at a picture and go, well, I don't know if I could <laughs> blow my load off for this. You know, he didn't do that shit. The only way back in is to, to have, you need a date that isn't a date. Because at this point, you know each other well enough and you do have enough trust built up that he could come out and meet you out on a Saturday, so you could be out with friends on a Saturday, go have fun with your friends and be like, hey, I'm out, come hang now. And then let's see if he meets up. And then let's get a little wild. Let's have a little fun. And let's not put pressure on this to mean something else. And then also not hold that against yourself that you had a fun night. Hey, that was a blast. I would love to reconnect. Maybe we should do drinks this week. Then you can go forward with dates and you know getting together maybe then he stays that next day and hangs for the day which is it seems weird to me because she has like she doesn't have a normal job but she somehow wants to have like a normal job dating schedule it's like if you're in and out of town so much and you have all this fluctuation you can you don't have the luxury of i'm gonna wait till the fourth date to do this you have to you have to live but kind of by like the seat of your pants like just if it if you if it feels right go for it if it doesn't like that's the whole thing you can't you can't live uh, by like a Monday, Tuesday, like a weekend dating schedule. I get that. And also, like, it's okay to, like, not want to have sex with someone. It's okay to be like, hey, I don't Jared, have that's sex. that's never okay. <laughs> well, it's okay to be like, I think it's, le- I think you put yourself in a bad position where you're like, well, only on fourth date. Because then you're, what you're doing is you're saying, then we are something else after this fourth date. Right. You give it no chance for... Even yourself to be like. So you're saying you had you had more pressure by saying I'm gonna wait to the. Fourth yeah, day. why not? Like, and also like, if that's not who you are, that's fine. But it's also like, it's okay to be like, I'm a woman who wants to fuck. Right. And then, we'll figure out the rest later. There's, there's also added pressure. Like, what happens if for some reason it doesn't happen on the fourth day? And then you're like, oh my, it just like it, what what's taken like. Well, that's kind of what happened here. Right. And she's like, well, where's the day where everything went well up to here? And he went. Well, yeah, everything went up well. We got a fucking Jenga. It's a Jenga fucking mountain that I don't want to pull any of the fucking blocks. I thought you said Django for a second. No, I was like, Jenga. all right, I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> it's a, you know, you got the Jenga thing. And you're like, I'm not going to play anymore. It's going to fall over into me having a fucking girlfriend. Yeah, it's also it's also like it's almost like 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 I got enough friends. Like it's kind of one of the things where it's like you don't want to end up being there's no there's no worse nightmare for a guy than being like 
the fr- like the weird like the friend that's into somebody else. What do you mean? Like when you like you go out on a date, you think that you, like you're into her, you yeah. think she's into you, but she keeps like putting up these like barriers. Sure. And so you keep getting kind of pushed. Like you're like you almost get drawn in, but then you get pushed away. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the last thing where it's like drawing and put like that feels like one of those things where and a lot of guys like I, I know that's something I'm super sensitive about. Where sure. When I when I like why are we here? Right. Are we here for the fucking or not? And that's okay if we're not. But like, let me know a little bit. Why right. don't come on the date just to be on a date? Right. J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. Shelby, we got what do we got time for news? We have time for some news. Let's do some news. Lovely sound effects. Nine out of ten are great. They're great. Guys, animal lovers. Love animals. Uh, Justin, how do you feel about animals? Oh, of course. I love them. I love animals just enough to not change my life at all for them. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. Yeah, right? I'll look at an animal. I'll appreciate an animal. I'll eat an animal. I'll love love an animal, and then I'll flush it down the toilet. There we go. I'll do all those things. I ain't changing my life for an animal. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's up? You familiar with PETA? PETA, I'm familiar with uh, great chips. Ethical treatment of animals. Oh, I thought I love. Yeah, I love the chips. What a this is PETA, the organization that helps animals. PETA, they're a little bit. You know, PETA's a little crazy auntish to me. It feels like PETA is like so far on the animal side that they would kill a human. They'd flush me down the toilet for the animal. Right, and it's like I don't think PETA understands evolution. Well, they, Darwinism. they uh, put out a little list of okay. phrases that maybe we should change to be a little more sensitive to animals. Like, do you ever, uh, when you have two things to get done, but you can get them done with one task, what would you say? Kill two birds with one stone. No, you will not say that. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, who have I been offensive to? You should say feed two birds with one scone as per Peter's instructions. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm exhausted. Could they have had a less manly thing? You can. Couldn't you? Two. <laughs> if I'm out there saying feed two birds with one scone, you can smell the Brooklyn I, on this. Yeah, <laughs> a scone. It can't be feed two dogs with a bone. Like it can't be that. It can't. It has to be. I like. Uh, you know the what's most a, feminine. Can, can I tell you? I'm gonna start using the two, feed two two dogs. With well, one well, bone. what if? I mean, <laughs> what if? Uh, what when you're bringing you? You know, you don't Hold have on. a family. Two birds with one scone. Yes, I can't be seen saying such a thing. Have you gone to the? Oh, fair? you should. Oh, you could feed two birds with one scone. It's 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 it, it takes my breath away. It what? really does. What about when you're supporting a family? What are you doing? And you're what are you bringing home? Bringing home the bacon. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. You're bringing home the bagels. Bringing home the bagels? Yes. I'm not allowing that as a Jew. <sighs> Bring home the bagels. What about when you're... Who's bringing home the bagels? Oh, it, This list almost is too... It feels like Peter's like, how do we anger the middle of the country? Like, it feels like this is offend. This was made to offend the people they know, like they they got to do the feed two birds with one scone. Like I can see one dude be like, "What the fuck is a scone?" Oh, 
Have you been to Fairway? They have very good scones. I I love a scone. Don't give. Let's not make this about the scones. It's not about the scones. It's not about the scones. It's about the fucking. It's a. It's a, It's almost like they're trying to bait people into being saying more awful shit. Well, you're. What like, about like a, the, to bring home the bagels? I ain't no Jew. It's like that dude was fucking tricked into being anti-Semitic. I say that as a Jew. He was tricked into it. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like Peter's like sitting there being like, how can we make people we disagree with look as evil as possible? Oh, we'll create some sort of fucking weird language problem to then create another problem. Well, what about if you're someone who's like, they, you just hear them talking about the same thing constantly, like beating like, a dead like horse. straws or something. Like yeah, beating be, a dead horse. I, I, I beat a dead horse, yeah. No, you don't. You feed a fed horse. <sighs> feed a fed horse. I don't horse. even think that's grammatically correct. You feed a fed Why would you? F- First of all, that's worse than anything else. You're feeding a horse that's already full. Yeah. So you're forcing feed into him. What about that it? sounds like a real healthy thing yeah, to yeah. do to a horse. You want to know what? I grew up around horses, yeah. okay? You don't feed them... You, you don't overfeed horses. Feed a fed horse is offensive to people who can't eat, who are uh, starving people. Or people that have problems controlling what they eat. Yeah. I.e. fat people. That, well, this is the thing. All of these things, why are we... I mean, it's, it's like... I saw this on Twitter, and it's like... What, I think that like we live in a world of straw men. Like, these people don't exist. It's like the war... On Christmas. Like, I'm Jewish. I've never, when someone says Merry Christmas to me, I've never gotten angry about that. That has never bothered me. I've, and wouldn't you think a story that I've heard every year on Christmas the last seven years, wouldn't you think I would have met one person as a Jew that would have looked at me and gone, can you believe someone fucking says Merry Christmas to me? <laughs> wouldn't you think I would have met one person? I'm on the side. That they're claiming gets mad about this. Right. I've never met one person that was offended by Mary Not Christmas. an aunt? Not one aunt. Not one aunt. And I got annoying fucking aunts. I have not met one that has gotten mad about Merry Christmas. And to me, this is the same thing as the piece. Stop using anti-animal language. PETA. Nobody is upset about this. Even the animals. They are the organization that like, shoots themselves in the dick the most. Yeah, they, because they fuck up. They could be, if they just went on like, stop testing animals or like how intelligent pigs are, yet we treat them like, sure. like dirt. If they could just go on that and everybody would be on their side. Stick to one. Stick, stick to the, you know, the, the real message. Like I understand, like, like, also like dog abuse, like beating animals. Like, you know, like they're... There are worthy animal causes out there, I would assume. Um, but this is one that makes you, that makes every worthy cause of them less. What's well, also the thing where it's like, it's only negative shit. They only fight for negative. They never say, hey, we're doing a good job. Let's do this better. Never, like never, like, never done a good job. Well, no like, one's ever been It's good like animals. the fact that in the, even in the middle of the country, more people are adopting rescue dogs than they, they are, than they're getting, going to breeders. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, how about a little pat on the back for that? Yeah, like you're saying, you you alter things in the middle of the country and you keep... Like, but this you, is what happens. This is what happens. When you complain about something that doesn't matter, it ruins every complaint you have about the things that matter. Right. It takes so your credibility. It away. takes away your credibility. So, every, so this, is the same, this, is a, this is an example for other examples. 
This is something that's representative of other things that's going on. When you get mad about man spreading, I don't give a shit about your other causes. Because you could have just said, excuse me, that's a dickhead. That's someone who spreads their legs out in the subway. Excuse me. That's all you have to say. The minute you start putting money towards a cause like that or animal language, I go, Ugh, get away. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. What? I'm voting for Trump. Well, it's also, it's also <laughs> a thing. <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing. People think they like, you think people are the voting. You know, I hate to relate this to something that's so politicized, but people are voting out of spite more than you want to believe. Oh, of course. They're looking going, of course. Whatever you think, I think the opposite. Fuck off. Yeah. Because I, and that's my privilege. Those are privileged people that are going, yeah, voting really, whoever's president, I'm going to be fine. So I'm just going to do it to fuck with this person that I hate. Yeah. And you might be sitting there being like, well, no, come on, Jared. No, no that's, that's how simple it is for certain people. Your yeah. decision making might be, might be hyper, you know, you know, drenched in your family history and, and, and what you want for the world. Other people out there are just going, yeah, I heard that person talk about animal language being abusive. Fuck them. Yeah, I mean. I'm voting for team put fucking sewage in the in the lakes. It just it really does like it 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 feels like at this point you've gotten so like you've you're pissing off allies now, which is the weirdest yeah. thing. Well they and then they say you're not ally enough. Like you're you're not on their side enough. It's it's just uh it's it's like absolutely crazy. It's um it, it we've gone off the deep end we in this is an example that we'll all laugh at and we're all like team fuck PETA for this but it's representative of other things going on well i i can make I can, sure your causes matter i mean i can guarantee you that uh, a lot of the farm animals uh of people that i know that were in ffa in oklahoma they treat their animals better than most of these uh brooklyn people that have dogs in their apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a dog. You have an eight-foot dog just sitting in a four-foot apartment. Yeah, it's good it, job. That's called a. Oh, and, and you, oh, you take him outside three times a day. Yeah, so he gets he gets a total of forty minutes outside time. <laughs> Get out of here! Get the fuck Justin out of here. Justin Smith, uh, Shelby, thank you for bringing. The, do we have another one? We have one more that we teased. Okay, let's do the teaser. Uh, our other guest is downstairs, so I'm just making we'll, sure we'll blast through this bad okay, boy. Okay, let's blast through it. The, let's just have a little video here. The title of it. We can uh, see if we're on the woman's side or the man's side, and if this video is fake or not. Okay, so well, that's a little. Hold on, there's a lot of games. To this <laughs> I know. Thing. So the, we're gonna play the video. It's titled "This Chick Fixed Her Man's iPad and Found Out He Was Texting Other Bitches." <laughs> okay, is she an iPad technician? We'll see. Okay. They are going into a store, as you can see shoe store when you're walking in with the video phone up it's never a good yeah she's taping this whole thing and you see here got news with bitches named Bree, jasmine and keisha and everybody fucking else what is this how much was it to get paid? 350 that don't matter who the fuck are these bitches <laughs> you wait for my motherfucking money how much was it to get fixed <laughs> Smacking with the motherfucking family. I love the friend. She brought a camera with her. How much was the iPad? It don't matter. Who the fuck is these bitches, Marco? 
I like that he's... Who he, is he, bitch? He's keeping to the message. Because you got me fucked up like I'm a fucking ass bitch. <laughs> are they <laughs> laughing at him? Yeah, the guys in the store are laughing <laughs> at him. You shut the fuck up. You're laughing. They're yelling at the guys. She cut off, they cut off reinforcements. <laughs> if I pay for it, nigga, fuck you. If I pay for it, I can do what the fuck I want to do. That's my ah, money. I love fuck this. this and everything else. Just Why are you it. looking at me with this dumb ass look on your face? Break the motherfucker. Break it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Fuck you. She listened to the friend. Oh. Break the motherfucker, then she threw it on the ground. The friend is like a wrestling manager. Holy shit. Oh. Break it. Paul Heyman. <laughs> it's a Paul Heyman. Yeah, just break the I motherfucker. Said, I said sweep the leg. <laughs> yeah. Sweep it. That is wild. I, well, what's funny is, so to explain to the listeners at home, she went to the store, paid for it to get fixed herself, and then she fi- to, to figure out who he's been texting. Because you can uh, hook the, like your computer, get your texts on your iPad. Yeah. Yeah. So she basically brought, she th- thought something was up, so then she got the iPad fixed so that she could... See what was going on. Did not find out he was doing key bumps, but that he was yeah, <laughs> fucking other bitches. It was uh, uh, maybe a more pro- a hard, bad, uh, or worse crime. I mean, do you, do you think she got it fixed just to see it? Because he yeah. said, because he said. How much was it? Yeah. I think. Like, like, he, like he agreed there was a problem. He didn't was he wasn't like why the iPad wasn't broken like it, he wasn't shocked that it was getting fixed three hundred fifty dollars just buy a new three hundred fifty dollars is pretty cheap for the truth get the mini <laughs> I, I got his I love that he knew he was caught and he was just like well how much was it like he, you know he's like here's the one thing I can get mad at you know what the cost she kept getting mad at him because he was just sitting there standing he was sitting there trying to figure out man. How am I gonna pay for these sneakers I just put up here? Because I can't put them back. Yeah. Oh, also thinking, how am I gonna get not laughed at by these other dudes working? How do I get out of this store? Man, that's great. What what came out of that? Anything? I'm guessing they're not together. Oh, okay. Well, love loses. Uh, listen, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Justin Smith, thank you for coming on. Dude, thanks for having me, man. I always, always I love this show, man. This is great. At Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. So funny. Uh, I'm Jared Free. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next episode. Boom.